You're listening to A Journey with Chris and American English. Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of my podcast, General American and Received Pronunciation. In the last couple of episodes, we talked about how to use the history of a language as a language learning tool, the different stages of English and French, and the French influence on the English language. This time, to be more true to the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about dialects. It should come as a surprise to no one that there are different dialects and variations of the English language throughout the world. This is true of most languages, of course. The two most prominent being American English, also known as General American, and RP, also known as Received Pronunciation or British English. While there are problems that go along with using these labels, for the sake of brevity and history, I will stick to them. I want to go over the most obvious differences between the American and the British English dialects and a couple of American expressions. With that being said, let's begin. the most obvious differences. I moved to Germany almost a decade ago, and I've been here ever since. Back then, my German was not as good as it is now, so I had to often resort to English to talk to my then-girlfriend. There is one story that still sticks out in my mind. We were at a bus stop. My girlfriend and I were talking to each other in English. I don't remember what I had said to her, but there were some Turkish boys standing next to us. One of them noticed that I was speaking English, so, without hesitation, he turned to me and asked me in German, Kommst du aus London? Are you from London? I had to contain my bewilderment at such a question. It seemed quite preposterous to me that someone could think that I was from London. Now, my girlfriend reminded me that a lot of kids in school only really ever focus on British English, or RP. They often associate all English as being from England. There was not much regard for other dialects, let alone American English. It then occurred to me that for someone outside looking in, there wasn't much of a difference between American and British English. It was all just English. Maybe you have the same view and you are asking yourself, what's the difference between the two Englishes? Well, strictly speaking, there's not much difference between the two when you get right down to it. At the same time, the two are so different that it has been said that, and I quote, the United States and Great Britain are two countries separated by a common language. So, to help clear up some misconceptions about the two dialects, I want to go over two of the biggest differences between the two dialects in their spoken forms, the T and the R sounds. The R sound. As Americans, we have a tendency to really stress our R, 
There are some dialects within the United States that do not exhibit this feature, but we will deal with those in another episode. So in both general American and an RP, if an R occurs in the initial position of a word, then it is realized. Take for example the word red. The quality and tone of the word might be different, but in both varieties, the R is realized. Things get a bit more complicated when R occurs in between two vowels, after a vowel, or at the end of a word. Take, for example, the words nurse and mother. The R in both of these are realized in American English but are dropped in British English. It does sound something like mother or nurse. This is not by any means a, a scientific transcription, but it suffices to show where the sounds would be deleted. The difference is because RP is a non-rhotic variety of English. This means that the R's um, are not pronounced. So if it is a terminal or vocalic R, it is not pronounced. This is in contrast to an American English, where an R is always pronounced in the standard variety. So if you're trying to find out if the person is American or British, pay attention to their R's. The T sound. Next up is the t sound. This is actually one of my favorite sounds and it has very many realizations. In the initial position of both dialects, t is virtually the same. So Tom and Tuesday would be pronounced with respect to t almost identically. In American English, if a occurs between two vowels, then it is often realized as a flapped T. To the average person, this is almost identical to a D, but it's actually a lot weaker. Take for example the word butter. Now you'll notice that the T in American English is very strong, but it's not as strong as the sound in dog or dart. In RP, these would be realized as actual T's, so it would be something like butter, t. This often leads to confusion between speakers where RP would differentiate between two words, whereas American speakers wouldn't. So take, for example, ladder and latter, metal and metal. In American English, these would be the same, ladder and ladder, metal and metal. One last example that often occurs in the region where I'm from is the tendency to drop t when they occur after n. So winter and winner would sound virtually identical in conversation, winner and winner. So would center and center, center and center. There are countless other examples as well. So, internet, not internet. So, when in doubt, pay attention to how a speaker pronounces their R's and T's. It might just help you better identify them.
expressions unique to the US. So before we go, I want to introduce you to two of my favorite expressions, to call it a day and two peas in a pod. The first expression is used when you want to indicate that you are done with the task. Let's say, for example, that your day has been very long and you're very tired. You could say, I'm tired, let's call it a day. This lets the other listener know that you no longer want to work and you will resume your work tomorrow. The second phrase refers to two people who seem to work uh, very well together. So Tom and Mary have the same sense of humor. There are truly two peas in a pod. This is a rather informal phrase, but it's one that I All use right, a lot. All right, thank you so much for listening. That was it for today's episode. Next week, I want to talk about American literature. If you like this podcast, uh, please let me know by commenting on my blog or by sending me an email at ChristopherMichaelChandler at gmail.com. All right, take care and enjoy the rest of your day.